0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 303 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for rejoining us as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, covering Doctrine and Covenants Section 124 this week, in the week of October 25th to October 31st. Uh, So, we'll dive straight into the section today, we've got a lot to get through this week. Um, and we're not going to cover every single verse, quite obviously. There's over 140 verses, so we'd have a lot to get through for we were to do so. But I do like how it starts in verse 1. It says, Verily thus saith the Lord unto you, my servants, Joseph Smith, I am well pleased with your offering and acknowledgments which you have made. For unto this end I have raised you up, that I might show forth my wisdom through the weak things of the earth. It's this reminder again that it's not so much the results of our efforts that the Lord will measure our uh, dedication or discipleship on but it is our efforts and how much we strive and try to do what he wants us to do uh, that he will be blessing us for sister barbara thompson says this quote we need to accept his love love ourselves and love others remember that every soul on this earth is also a child of god we must treat each other with love and kindness befitting a child of god most of you work very hard to perform your duty, to keep the commandments and to obey the Lord. You need to be able to recognise the Lord's approval. You need to know that the Lord is well pleased and has accepted your offering. Remember to mind this gap and to not let doubt and uncertainty enter into your minds. Be assured that God loves you dearly and you are his precious t- child. Close quote. I think sometimes we're very hard on ourselves that so we expect ourselves to be making the right choice all the time to be that standard of light and truth at all times and of course you know we are told to be a witness of God in all times and in all things and in all places and this is something we should definitely strive towards isn't there certainly not something i don't think we should be trying to do but i think we also need to be a bit um a bit less hard on ourselves when we make those mistakes of course you know we need to make sure we repent and change and become better um But our Heavenly Father knows that we're not perfect. (laughs) He is very aware of that fact. That is why the Saviour was sent in the first place, because he knew we wouldn't be perfect and that we would make mistakes and that we would slip up. And sometimes repeatedly, because we are fallen, mortal people. Um, But our offerings, our um, acknowledgments of the Lord, our gratitude to him is what's important. uh, And he can help us change over time as we become this as we as we strive to do the best that we can um, the Lord then goes on to say about how this proclamation shall be made to all the kings of the earth this the words that are written now will go forward which has come to pass because they are here for main many nations to read in many languages um, but I'm going to skip ahead to verse 12 because at this stage the Lord names certain individuals um, who the Lord is pleased with um, and it's interesting because these are individuals who are disciples and some of these disciples go on to live and be faithful uh, to the end uh, we have um, Robert B. Thompson who in verse verses 13 to 14 it says let him therefore hearken to your counsel and I will bless him with a multiplicity of blessings let him be faithful and true in all things from henceforth and he shall be great in mine eyes but let him remember that his stewardship let him remember that his stewardship will I require at his hands. Robert B. Thompson um, actually passes away very soon after this in Nauvoo. Um... And it's not very clear on how or why uh, in the if you go to the historical resources, as you remember, it has a list of the people mentioned in this section. The list this week, even though it's only one section, is extremely long for this reason that the Lord speaks about specific people, particularly when we get to the later parts of this section, because he lists all the presidencies of the church as well. So uh, we'll look forward to that one. But um, Robert Thompson uh, was an individual who showed dedication till his death. As was the next person uh, in verse fifteen, it says, "And again, verily I say unto you, blessed is my servant Hiram Smith, for I the Lord love him because of the integrity of his heart, and because he loveth that which is right before me," saith the Lord. Um, this integrity of heart is a wonderful thing to be said of you, uh, Elder Richard G. Main said this. Quote, I love both ancient and modern day scriptures that use the phrase integrity of heart when describing a righteous person's character. Integrity or the lack of integrity is a fundamental element of one's character. Men who have integrity of heart are men to be trusted because trust is built on on integrity. Being a man of integrity simply means your intentions as well as your actions are pure and righteous in all aspects of your life, both in public and in private. With each decision we make, we either merit more of God's trust or diminish his trust. This principle is perhaps most clearly manifest in our appointly, divinely appointed responsibilities as husbands and fathers, close quote. We are given many things to be stewards over in this life but as if we are a husband and father we are given particularly precious things to have care over in this life um, and have a direct role and responsibility over. And so this integrity of heart is so important and I think you know when we sit and reflect truly about where we are with our with our with our savior, we can know uh, if we are being seen as be, uh, being in, with integrity of heart, and if not, make those changes today. Determine that you will have that integrity. Uh, in verse sixteen, we meet another individual who I don't believe we've seen yet until this section, um, but it's John C Bennett, and John C Bennett becomes a very important person. To the prophet Joseph, um, he becomes an assistant to the first presidency. In fact, so he becomes a very um, influential person amongst the saints. Uh, and here he's spoken of very well. And he says in verse 17, um, well, in verse 16 and 17, there's some interesting words actually about this individual. It says, Again, let my servant John C. Bennett help you in your labor in sending my word to the kings and people of the earth. And stand by you, even my servant Joseph Smith, in the hour of affliction, and his reward shall not fail if he receive counsel. And for his love he shall be great, for he shall be mine if he do this, saith the Lord. I have seen the work which ye have done, which I accept if he continue, and I will crown him with blessings and great glory. Um, interestingly here, John C. Bennett uh, doesn't receive counsel, and in fact he is excommunicated for adultery and a few other things. Uh, in a few years, and well, in a couple of years, and in fact, he becomes one of the main antagonists uh, of the Prophet Joseph in the in, in the Narvu period, um, and it's very difficult, you know, because he was an individual that clearly the Lord had great things in mind for, but yet he turned away from them, and I guess you know, as it says in the Kong uh, following your manual, along with talking about other individuals here who we might not get to talk about. Uh, Lyman White uh, is another individual in the next verse who um, says who the Lord says He will support and and strengthen. Uh, but he, after the prophet Joseph Step in about eighteen forty eight, is excommunicated from the church. Uh, these two individuals uh, don't perhaps live up to the um, promises that the Lord has given them. In the Come, following manual, it says, quote, Although several prominent church li- leaders of the church left in, in the late 1830s, the vast majority of the members remained faithful. These faithful saints included those who had endured the trials in Missouri as well as those who had recently joined the church. In the Doctrine and Covenants section 124 verses 12 to 21, the Lord spoke highly of a few of them. What insights about discipleship do you find in his words? Is there something about these faithful saints that inspires you to be like them? You might also ponder how the Lord has expressed his love for you. There is clearly in this part, in this part of the section, some interesting and powerful words that the Lord gives about these disciples. But what we also learn from this is whilst, you know, the Lord may be well pleased with these disciples and talks about the strength that he will give them and the support that he will offer Joseph. um, We also understand and learn that even if at one time, You are given great blessings as a a disciple in a matter of a short period of time. That can change depending on your personal actions and your integrity of heart. And so uh, let's strive to be one of those who keeps that integrity of heart. That even when difficult things happen and doubts enter into our minds, as they will do at some point in our lives, that we remember the uh, experiences of our lives that have turned us to Christ The moments where we felt and we trusted and we knew that he was our saviour. Let's remember those and the strength that we receive from those so we can stay true as a disciple of Christ. Thank you very much today for listening. Please follow the podcast on the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And uh, subscribe to the podcast so you can hear tomorrow's episode. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.